What's up, everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario, the award-winning Nintendo podcast on the 8-Bit Collective, and the doors to episode 89 are open. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me, as always, is my best buddy, Bryce DeWitt. Yeah, that's me. That's you. Yeah. Uh, so, Bryce, uh, how's your week been, mate? Uh, what's going on? Oh, yeah, not much, really. I suppose. Oh, fantastic. I, I, I've, been opening, I've been opening Final Fantasy VII on my Switch all week because I really want to play it. You've been opening it? Yeah. You haven't been playing it, though? I can't. It's not available until this week. Yeah, I was about to say, is it, is 20, it out? I didn't. 20, yeah. 26th of March. It's, 26th. It, it's pre-downloadable, so I, I already did that, um, and I don't know, I've just really been itching to play it, which is why I sent you that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon I'm going to pick it up too, Final Frog, Fantasy VII. toad, mac and cheese, orange flavoured, Listerine, <laughs> Sephiroth. Yeah, because I looked at that meme sort of thing you sent me, I'm like, what do you want about? And then you sent a video... And like, me singing it to the actual song. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, yeah. That, yeah, that, that, that fits. Yeah. yeah, that fits, yeah. Very good, Bryce. Sephiroth's theme is nonsense and everybody knows it, but nobody knows the actual words. Mm. So it's just like you just put anything to it. It's a hearty heart. What? Frog, toad, <laughs> mac and cheese, orange flavoured, Listerine, Sephiroth. <laughs> All right, Bryce. Uh, so this week we're going to be talking about the Nini Direct, uh, Google Stadia, how it sort of relates to what Nintendo's doing with the Switch. And a little bit about what PlayStation is doing uh, this week. They're doing a sort of Nintendo, they're starting their Nintendo Direct sort of line of marketing. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about what Nintendo has been doing with Directs over since 2011. I mean, it, it's it's a really smart way to go about things because it just keeps people informed. So I, I yeah. I've got to give it credit. Like the fact that PlayStation's considering doing the same thing, mm. you know, it's probably better off. I mean, Xbox is kind of doing it as well. Yeah, they're doing it, but they're doing it more like live. Like, let's yeah. sit down and let's talk about it for an hour rather than here's 20 minutes. Just all yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah, it's yeah. just like highly edited and, yeah. you know, put together and stuff like that. And like, you know, that's that's fine. Yeah. I, I like the format because it just ke- it keeps people updated throughout the year. You don't need so much of your information dump at E3. A lot of people, a lot of companies are dumping out of E3 this year. Have you noticed? Yeah, well, Sony being one and now they're starting and like this. Uh, EA is dumping out of it too. Yeah. And but as much as I don't give a shit about EA, but, they're, so, they're sort of just doubling. De- EA is doubling down on what they're already doing, so they're getting influencers in and they're like playing the game, streaming it, and they've got all like the bay set up. Yeah, yeah. Because um, EA, they haven't been at E3 for ages. They've been doing their conference in other locations. Yes, they have. Uh, but they they have been at E3 in some form, but mm. now they're they're completely they're completely out of it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. They don't have their they don't have their fancy EA lounge. Mm. Well, Go th- check out the Access Lounge. <laughs> you get free water, free water, free water. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you get a microtransaction with that water. But <laughs> yeah, would you like to pay an extra dollar ninety nine for a lemon wedge? Lemon wedge. Yep. Oh, well, before we get into the, uh, that stuff a bit more, I want to bring up the uh, Persona Five R, the Royal, the Royal. So we will. A lot of uh, Nintendo fans were waiting for this. Say, oh, is this going to be the Persona 5 <laughs> announcement coming to Switch? Is this going to be it? It was not. It was not. It, it started was... off with a PlayStation logo to start off with. So It was, it was so, an announcement of an announcement. <laughs> yeah. So what it pretty much is, it's going to be, from what I can tell, DLC for Persona 5 on PS4. It'll, it'll be the golden version of 5. I guess it just didn't really make sense for them to call it golden. Mm. And I mean, like, the thing is, is, as well, is that there's a lot of confusion going around with who the character is that appeared in the trailer, but it does actually relate to Switch news in some respective. Mm. Um, so, in the trailer, it was a redhead girl character. A lot of people assume it's either a femme MC or uh, it's another character being added, which is sort of similar to how uh, Marie was added in 3. Mm-hmm. So, they're a playable character, but they're not the MC. Now, a lot of people are sort of just like, oh, well, they're having this war going on about it. Like, oh, Ketchy's talking to us. I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> yeah. Because, obviously, spoilers and... Yeah. Because there is yeah. slight there is slight spoilers to it, even if you don't... If you start playing the game, you'll... It'll you'll click, and you'll be like, oh, click, you'll be like, oh, bloody Bryce on the House of Mario just ruined the next 90 hours of this game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's very it's very slight, but if you're already playing the game and you're already at a certain distance in the game, you'll be like, oh, shit, right, well, you spoiled yeah. that. So, um, basically, 
the thing that stands out most for people who are Nintendo uh, Nintendo players, Smash players respectively, is that a couple weeks ago, and I mentioned it before um, on a previous episode, I'm sure of it. If not, yeah, then, yeah, you have, yeah, yeah. So there was a file. There was a file accompanying around the same area that. Uh, the Jack files were, and the Jack files are uh, the code name for Joker. Yeah, uh, presumably because Jack Frost is the mascot of Atlas, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so there it just, was. It just sounded like a, some like weird TV show. The Jack files. The Jack files. Dun dun. Um, but in in that sort of in that sort of same area, they had files for. A, it was it was either it's called Jane or something like that something like a very generic name obviously trying to hide what it is yeah uh, but it was related to the persona the the persona DLC sort of files um, and it mentioned a ponytail yeah so this this is where it sort of cracks in it's just like well is the alternate skin for Joker going to be this redhead girl that's appeared now in this trailer because. Um, they did the same with Corrin, for example, when they released Corrin. Uh, they've done this. They've done you know quite variant alternate co- alternate costumes for Bayonetta, resembling one and two. It's not hard to believe that um, they would have a female male skin for Joker. Yeah, definitely. So it's mm. it's definitely within the question for at least the Smash DLC. Uh, we didn't obviously get the Persona Five announcement, like you like you said, but. Won't know. We won't know until April twenty fourth if anything's going to mm. happen for Switch. It, it it makes me wonder too. Like think thinking back on it, like this this happened under twenty four hours ago for us. I'm um, recording this, but thinking back to it after after the the anime special, only hardcore fans are sort of watching that worldwide, like especially worldwide. Well, actually, no, I wouldn't say that because the people that aren't interested in playing a Persona game probably watched the anime and it was the last episode of the anime mm. so yeah I know but but maybe maybe say like the general Switch audience who might not even be looking at Persona 5 yeah right, right now yeah no absolutely like, yeah. like compared to like a Nintendo Direct or something where like you've got pretty much everyone's attention who's going to be buying yep. Switch games yeah like if they announced Persona uh, 5 for Switch then it's, it sort of would have trickled out it would have it would have become big but maybe that maybe like I'm sort of grabbing straws, like grabbing anything I can here. But maybe they they will announce it when they announce a date for Joker in Smash. Well, that's that, like, that that'll be a big splash. April I think. April twenty fourth will be when Joker comes out. Mm. I can almost one hundred percent guarantee it. I can see it too. Yeah, they've lined up. They've lined up April as the release date for Joker in Smash. And it just coincides perfectly. Info yeah. dump right on the day. Joker is now available in Smash. And then maybe they'll be like, also, P5's coming to Switch. Don't know. Yeah. No idea. And that's why we might not have gotten a... Uh, announcement now. An, like an announcement for uh, Joker back the last Nintendo Direct as well. Because it was up to Atlas to sort of decide when they were going to sort of try and drop some information. Yeah, I think that's what it's come down to. Yeah. I mean, like... Um, Sakurai did a Q&A at Atlas HQ and all that stuff. You know, he's obviously working very closely with Atlas to make sure that this character comes out as pristine as possible. Mm. So, yeah, I, I guess I guess it's just another long-ass wait. Yeah. <laughs> Literally another 30-day wait, and that's a pain in the ass. <laughs> not, not just for Nintendo fans, obviously, but for Persona <laughs> fans who'd got an announcement of an yeah. announcement. I just sat down and watched Dash's reaction video. Yeah, and, and he's, he's just, just like, <laughs> that was it? Holding his, he's holding his head in his, his hands. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And like even us just reading the article, like oh that was it, yeah. Like so much, I guess they didn't. I guess them themselves didn't hype it up that much. It was mainly the fans who were like, oh my god, switch, 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 switch. I mean, I would have watched it live if I could have, but it was just sort of like, oh shit, right, I'm at work, so it doesn't yeah. matter anyway. And then I watched it uh, when I got home. I'm like, that was seriously it. Mm. Really, an announcement for an announcement again. Uh, mm. Like more information coming March twenty third, and it just didn't happen. It will, it will be interesting. Like I don't know how much. I don't know. Like I assume Sony doesn't have a deal with Atlas for Persona Five. I assume it's just on PlayStation because that's where it's been. And like in the past, obviously Xbox is, has no place in Japan. So, uh, well, see what I'm curious is is maybe they'll do something similar to in vain to what they did with um, P3P, which is like they took out they took out sort of the um, quality of life segments of just like walking around uh the school and stuff like that and sort of just replace them with like jump two cues okay so um 
like you'd have in 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 the actual release of Persona Three, you'd walk around the school hallways and stuff like that when you're not at yeah yeah you're doing a, you're like your midnight club thing. You're reading books, getting your stats up. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I think maybe they've just probably made a tried to make a portable sort of friendly version where you can just sort of select where to go and then make conversations with the people that you want to do. Mm. It's possible they've done that. I, I don't I don't know if that's the case or whatever. Sort of no point to doing that. Like the switch isn't just on yeah. the go. But no, but it, it does shorten down it does shorten down time um between you know things. So if you need to put yeah. a console down or like you're on a bus trip or something like that, it's just more convenient. So it's possible that it's like modelled after the fact that mm. like you know the Japanese time schedules, people riding buses, stuff like that. It's just easier to go click, 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 done. Yeah, I personally hope not. I, I like. I, I, I hope I want, not too. I want the full game. Like, I'll still play the shit out of it. <laughs> like this game was on PS3. Like, there's no, there's no, no there's no, no reason I, the Switch can't. Run I it. I don't think it. I don't think it's because of hardware issues. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's put it that way. I think you just think the developers are like, all right. This is a handheld system, so let's make it more of a handheld game. Yes. That's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because like, there's a lot of pointless running around in uh, Shibuya that you could sort of just overpass, I guess. Yeah. And like I said, when in in the Japanese lifestyle, where people are getting on public transport, they want to get through things quickly. They don't want to be wasting time running around doing whatever. Yeah, you play, you're playing it on a tram in Japan, and like you're just like doing a... playing a game about being in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah running. It's like I don't know what Shibuya looks like. I don't want to bother. Interacting with people on the tram on your Switch while you're on the tram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but if this if this doesn't come to Switch, it's kind of a similar thing to with um what Xbox is doing for me. Like when when they come out and they announce Master Chief Collections coming to Steam, I was like, oh shit, because I that they're saying they want to do play anywhere, but they're mainly bringing their games to Windows, and Windows is their platform. Yeah. So they weren't really reaching out that much. It was like, oh yeah, we'll we'll also support our other platform, which they should have been doing in the first yeah. place. But now they're like, okay, we're not just supporting our store. We are putting it on Steam. We actually want to be everywhere. Yeah. And and we're going on Nintendo with Cuphead, which we'll talk about yeah. later. And with with uh this with this game, if this game truly isn't coming to Switch, and Nintendo is like. Actually, we don't care. We like we like Atlas. We want their character on, in our game. I'll like I'll be really surprised, and I'll mm. be pretty interesting to see if that's the. Well, to be fair, case, like yeah. we didn't get Final Fantasy VII to the next generation over, mm. and I mean I'm, I'm glad all these classic Final Fantasy games are coming to Switch. It's it's fantastic, but it's just sort of like it just shows where Square Enix's priority yeah. lied with Nintendo for a bunch of years. It really yeah. I mean, Cloud is a little bit different. Like, people are like they'll frothing at the mouth for Cloud like requesting oh, yeah. him and and I get that yeah. and I sh- I'm sure like Joker got like a couple of votes or something <laughs> from, in some forums but like not much like no it's sort of it was sort of out of the question and yeah. here he is <laughs> but while we're talking about moving things onto Switch though can we just talk about actually no we'll talk about that when we talk about Cuphead okay yeah, okay? yeah I, I don't want to talk about Xbox things slightly because obviously the Cuphead news is big but yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh, we'll move on to the Ninja Direct now, then, and uh, we'll jump straight into Cuphead. So there you go. All right. Okay. Let's we'll talk about Cuphead. Let's talk about it, man. So uh, that was the, that was the entry news point to the Ninja Direct, and it was also some of the biggest news of the Ninja Direct mm. is that Cuphead is coming to Switch. Just which is... start off with. Did you stay up for it? No, I didn't. No. Three o'clock I'd, I'd in for- the. I'd forgotten it happened. Three o'clock in the morning. I did not stay up for it. No. <laughs> I, I I forgot I forgot that it was on, and then I woke up in the morning. I'm like, oh shit! So I watched it. I actually no, I started watching it after it had finished. Yeah, I I got the big announcement spoiled for me. Yeah. Like if if it just come up and Cuphead was like there, I would have been oh shit. Yeah. Like yeah. oh here we go. But yeah. like I already seen articles for all the games coming out. I'm like oh cool. Yeah. Uh, but so they had an indie uh, direct at GDC, the Game Developers Conference in San Francisco last week, and uh, yeah, it was really impressive. Like. When these directs get announced, I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, I don't get my hopes up or anything, but there's so many cool games coming out. Like, Especially with Nindy Directs, and a lot of people are just kind of like that as well. I, I, saw, I saw a lot of posts. It's like, when I see Nindy Direct, I just I just tune off. Mm. And know. it's not because, like, there's not... It's not because indies are unimportant yeah. or anything it's like that. It's just like, every week you look at the shop and you're like, all right, there's five games I want to get. Yeah. You don't need to look into the future necessarily. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> not with not with indie not with indie mm. titles at least. It's not like 
getting a triple A announcement or something like that and being like, oh <laughs> shit, well I need that. I need to have I'll, that game pre-ordered. Like I, I know where uh, Cuphead is made by an indie team. Yeah, but it is funny. It's like, oh Cuphead, the indie game published by Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is, it is funny in that respect. But it is, yeah. How do you feel about Cuphead coming to Switch? Oh, no, it's great. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's one of those games that I've, you know, I felt sort of belonged on the Switch. It's perfect for it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, The thing with Cuphead being on the Switch is it means, a, like, not just a lot more for the fact that um it's Cuphead on the Switch, but for the fact that it shows that Microsoft's and Nintendo's relationship is starting to blossom. Yeah, well, they said like they said in the direct, our friends at Microsoft yeah, exactly. are bringing this game to Nintendo Switch, which is big. Like that sounds so simple, and it sounds so you know blasé or whatever, but that's actually really important to hear words mm. like that come out like, of mouths N- of people. Well, Nintendo's presence at GDC, the Game Developers Conference, they are saying that Microsoft are their friends. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> because like you know, like and in a, in an age of like we just went through like a massive console wars and like complete mm. exclusivity and no, um, no cross play and all that, and that's only just starting to break through the breach now. Yeah, yeah, it's a big thing to say. Yeah, like because Microsoft and Nintendo they talk a lot regardless just because of minecraft like <laughs> microsoft yeah. are a third party developer on switch which is really weird to say it is yeah <laughs> but you know they're supporting each other and that's great i like I, I saw a lot of people were sort of just like and this this is kind of the attitude that we need to leave but like with persona a lot of people were sort of just like oh get screwed switch owners you didn't get persona ha ha sort of thing whatever and i'm just like what what's the problem they're just like oh well it's not like Nintendo are going to put Pokemon on on PlayStation. I'm like, no. It's a bit N- different, no? Bit N- different. Nintendo is not different. going to put Pokemon on PlayStation because it's a Nintendo IP. Persona is not a Sony IP. Yeah, I don't get why people think like that. Like, I've there is Persona games on Nintendo consoles. We just don't have the mainline mm. games. I just want to play it in my hands. That's all I want. Yeah. Yeah. I've got two PlayStations. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> well, I've got no- we've got nothing against PlayStation. We just want to. I mean, I have played on against a- PlayStation, but yes. Oh, no, yeah, I, true, I, true, true, true. I own, I own a PlayStation. <laughs> I have played Persona on a PlayStation. I would also like to play Persona on my Switch. Yeah. And I mean, I could pick up my 3DS mm. and I could play Persona Q, but I'm not going to do that because I don't really feel like it. Yeah. I want to play Persona 5. And that's also going back to 3DS now. That's... Uh... Yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, like it's it, it's not like the IP is not present on a Nintendo console. We just haven't seen a main run, mainline release on a Nintendo console. Mm. And I think like with Joker, that may change. That may not change. Depends on what's going on here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this this is sort of why I wanted to bring up Cuphead. Cuphead's great, and I'm glad it's coming to the console. But chances are, you've already 100% heard about Cuphead. Nothing's really changing. It's just coming to Nintendo. Mm. There's going to be some sort of Xbox Live support like there is with Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, we'll have achievements and yeah, exactly. Friends list and so if you've got if you've got a Microsoft account and you play Xbox, you can still use all that stuff on your Nintendo console. Yeah. But you've been doing that with Minecraft on Switch. Anyway. Yeah, I was looking. I was um on the Xbox the other day and it came. Riley came up. Yep. I'm like, Riley doesn't have an Xbox. Yeah, 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 it's playing it, Minecraft on Switch. It, it, it just comes up saying Minecraft on Nintendo Switch on your Xbox. Yeah, yeah, like, how nuts is huh. that? I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like, like I knew, I knew it did all that. I, I don't play Minecraft. I don't, yeah. have, I don't have it on Switch, but just seeing it on your Xbox, saying, and I mean, Nintendo and Microsoft are making this work. Even on the Mixer page on Xbox, there's been like Nintendo characters as a feature banner. Oh yeah, well, on the yeah. featured banners yeah. like Inkling and you know Smash Bros related stuff. Yeah, well. That's that's cool. Yeah, because <laughs> seeing like, that shit on your Xbox, Mixer is like deeply integrated into the Xbox. So it is, yeah. yeah. But like that's that's a banner that they've put up there. That's mm. not something that's just procedurally generated. That's something that they've put up there, and that's nuts. Hmm. It shows that like Nintendo and Microsoft are starting to break through this stupid mold. <laughs> well, imagine if they didn't mix. It's just like the banners, just like Master Chief, a car, <laughs> yeah, Banjo Kazooie, like yeah, whatever, yeah. <laughs> but um. Anyway, uh, with with Cuphead coming to the Switch and all that and all that, that that's great. Like I said, uh, I'm very excited for it. It's not, however, the most interesting part about it. It is what I said about the Xbox integration with everybody coming in and all that. Obviously, we've had it with Minecraft. Now we're getting it with Cuphead. Does this leave room for more things to come to Switch? I think like, it definitely would, does. Yeah. I would love to see Rare Replay Collection on the Switch. Mm. That would be so great. 
That would be amazing. That would be incredible. Especially with the added Nintendo licenses within there. Donkey Kong, everything like that. Yeah, like a full replay collection. Well, what's happening with Cuphead is the game's coming out. It's coming out April 16th. I think so. Yeah, so that's off the top of my head. But then the updates for Xbox Live uh, um, features are coming later. So achievements, friends list, all that stuff. But they'll be there. Yeah, so it sounds like they're like, all right, it's coming to Switch and we're going to figure this stuff out. We're going to figure out how it works. And I think when they figure out how it works, we're gonna see we're gonna see stuff like Ori in the Blind Forest and a few and of that these. That would be so great. Yeah, a few of these games that will work natively on Switch. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad to see all this shit happen. Yeah, it's great. Really? Like with with Xbox has gone from yeah. like, hey, we fucked up with the Xbox One to, oh my god, we're really turning it around this generation and making sh- making ourselves look heaps better. Yeah, I will be investing in Xbox next generation. Yeah, I will be too. Like they're not they're not just coming out saying. Like this, like oh, we've got games now, and you know we're not so bad anymore. No, they're not doing that. We're like we are. They're going next level. We're going to shake up the industry mm-hmm. with our sort of uh, bringing IPs to different platforms, like player games, wherever you can. Yeah, yeah. Let alone like, on, on other consoles. Yeah, nevertheless. And even if you do want to play it on the Xbox, like the One X is an amazing piece of technology too. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't Xbox, have one. Xbox One in general is an amazing piece of technology, mm. just like the PlayStation is as well. But yeah, you know, it's it's just exciting to see this mold being broken. And with games like Cuphead coming to the coming to the Switch, it's just sort of crazy that Microsoft is sort of going here. You go, here's a game of ours, and it makes you sort of wonder what's going to happen in the future when. <laughs> Will we see Astral Chain on Xbox or something like that? <laughs> I can just imagine this. Like, all right, uh, here's Cuphead, guys. Um, so, would you guys be interested in play- publishing? I don't know, uh, Mario Zelda on the Xbox? Then, then me and Mario just comes out. No, just sl- slaps the uh, slaps their hands, and they just. I w- I honestly wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility. Like, we may see with this sort of like maybe not this generation. We may see with this little partnership, it really flourish. And we might see like sort of more of a sort of trade-off sort of thing. Maybe not day one. So like, let's let's imagine that we got Breath of the Wild day one. We probably wouldn't see it on Xbox day one. But maybe two years down the line, they'll be like, yeah, let's put Breath of the Wild on Xbox. And then they put Breath of the Wild uh, on Xbox. I don't think you'll see anything like that. But Mate, I- I'm not putting it out of the realm of possibility. Mm, we'll I- see. Like, this I- relationship's blossoming really quickly. Yeah, it is. But Nintendo is like... They live off their IP. They don't live off their services or they like anything off, else. <laughs> they live off their IP. But, 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 but. Give it a couple of years. The people are going to wait a couple of years and they're going to go buy a console and play it when everybody else is playing it. Mm. I think um, I think something probably a smart idea would be to not put to something mention, like that, put virtual console on Xbox. And without being disrespectful, oh no, I, wouldn't, I probably wouldn't do that. I probably would. Like you put virtual console there, maybe... I don't know, you might limit it maybe even NES or SNES. Right. But get people in the doors, they're playing Link to the Past, and they'll go, oh, well, what, I- I- what is the th- you know, most current Zelda game? They'll see Breath of the Wild. Oh, cool. Then they'll go and buy a Nintendo console because of that. No, I, I, think, I think what we need to say in despite of, in despite of what's going on, you know, obviously this, this, is, this is growing, everything, stuff like that, and with no disrespect... With no disrespect, but the people who to me or to <laughs> no 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 to to the people I'm about to talk about okay that's all right <laughs> uh, the veterans of Nintendo who have been holding this caged and sort of kept their own little circle for many many years they're slowly phasing out of the company mm-hmm. and not in not in a way that is like. We're kicking you out, old man, type of thing. But they're getting older. And eventually, you're going to see a lot of things change, especially in the next 10 years. In the next 10 years, a lot of things are going to change. Miyamoto might not be there anymore, you know. Sakurai might have gone on a lonely voyage to to the top of Mount Everest in, in searching for his soul. Jeez, I hope it's not a lonely one. Hopefully, he brings friends. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean, like yeah, yeah. The whole industry, especially with um, no, I get you. But like Phil Spence, Phil Spence has completely turned Xbox around, and he's made this connection with Nintendo. That's huge. Mm. That's 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 what it takes with yeah. a bit of fresh blood. So, so what Microsoft's going to be selling 
their Xboxes off is basically like if you want a console which is easy to set up and it's not a PC which you've got to build it and whatever and you want an easy box under your under your TV and we've got these services and all that these consoles for you yeah. but Nintendo sells their consoles off of Mario and Zelda etc um, what why would they um, how would they sell their consoles if uh, say just they're on Xbox well, that's or what I'm uh, saying. PlayStation they're not, they're not going to be day one that's what I'm saying It's it's sort of like you know, if you if you take into consideration, it's like Persona Five's been on PlayStation for how many years now? Two. Yes. Yeah, come, two yeah, years. it will be two. Yeah. If it comes to Switch, what does that say? People who have already wanted to play Persona have already bought Persona. Putting it on Switch is only going to attract people that are like, "Hey, I want a second copy of Persona on on my portable," mm-hmm. or I want to get into the Persona series and have never touched one before and I want to play it on my Switch. That's the way I see it. It could... It, it might... Like I said, it, it won't happen anytime soon. But you never know, depending on how this sort of, this sort of thing... Because the industry needs to change. We've been stuck in console wars for so very long that it's honestly jarring. And we're getting console wars to the point where people are like, I have third-party exclusivity. And it's just like, okay, but why do you need that? be first party exclusive and just let the third party sort of because we don't want the people to have the destiny guns yeah yeah we don't, <laughs> we don't want we don't want literally yeah let's not get into that <laughs> that that gun was like that gun was literally the entire meta of the raid and they made it exclusive on ps4 for what a month no forever i think forever, forever? I, think so. I think so i'm not a destiny player i don't know but i think it was forever from seriously what I heard. it was like it was like at least a year at least a year it was leviathan raid meta when it came out like that... you needed a cold heart to do decent in the raid because i think i was listening to um it was so stupid a podcast where xbox players were saying that they because it came out it was op but then they nerfed it and it was just fine but xbox players missed all of that so they didn't get to have fun with it like when it no. was just op yeah but yeah we don't have to talk about destiny no <laughs> No, it, 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 yeah. but it's it's a prime example of what I mean about exclusivity when it comes to that sort of thing. It's dumb. It's not good for anyone. No, no. it's stupid. People who like people who have the console where it's exclusive to like oh, you know whatever, then the people missing out on it like you know why are we missing out on it? I think I think what needs to happen to the game industry at this point, if I'm if I'm being perfectly honest, is they kind of need to sell their own unique hardware, have their own IPs. Third party needs to be able to go to wherever they want. They need to stop. 100% paying for exclusivity because in my opinion I think that hurts developers more but they look at the money up front they go that's a lot of money up front hmm. you can't you can't blame them <laughs> I, I can't blame them but I think it's kind of unless you like, unless you're a Square Enix and you just like run Tomb Raider into the ground because of it but <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah exactly it, it a lot of games will suffer because of that yeah and unfortunately a lot of studios are going downhill you know THQ really did itself in the butt a little bit, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you've got friggin' um, Telltale, who was being way too ambitious, stuff like that. They, they just had too many projects on at once, like they're spreading themselves too thin. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it, it's just it's just sort of a case of like, you know, if you offer all these things to all platforms, there's a higher general revenue for the third party. A first party can work on their stuff, and then if they want to cor- corroborate with other companies, then they can. Nintendo have not been open for corroborating with other companies since the friggin' Philips CDI. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's literally why they haven't done anything. And now it's only just now they're sort of just like, yes. And that's why Microsoft are trying to give them this trust basis of being like, here's Minecraft. We'll put our services in it. Mm. Here's And you can play with us. Here's Cuphead put our services yeah. in it. They, yeah. They're at, trying to find a way to melt. Yeah. At, at the moment, we're seeing Microsoft give a lot, but we're not seeing Nintendo yeah, give a return. They're trying to coax them out. Yeah. That's exactly what they're <laughs> trying to do. They're yeah. trying to coax them out. And like I said, we might it, it might yeah. not be Zelda or something like that, but I don't know. We might see Astral Chain or something on the Xbox, like down the line. You yeah. never know. Some shit like that might happen. Yeah, published by Nintendo. Bay- Bayonetta 2, published on Xbox. Bayonetta, exactly. Yeah. Bayonetta is a prime example. Published of by Nintendo still. Yeah, yeah, published by Nintendo, but on Xbox. And to be honest, that would be a brilliant idea. Absolutely. There's no reason Bayonetta 2 or like games that aren't necessarily like, you know, the big ones, Need Mario to be Zelda. Nintendo exclusive. Exactly. Like, and published by Nintendo, they're still making money out of it. But to be fair, yeah. 
yes, Nintendo really dug that series out of the ground and gave it new life. I'm so glad. Yeah, well, that, yeah that's not a... Yeah, bring that so glad. argument out of the... No, the it's not. It's not. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying. I'm so glad that they did. Oh, of course, yeah. And le- um, but, like, it's got a... Th- a third game now as well. A third third game coming. And it would be absolutely fantastic to see mm. those games back on the other consoles. Even though the PS3 one ran like shit, the Xbox One is where I played Bayonetta originally. Yeah. And I, yeah, it was good. Yeah. You know, I'd love to see those games back. But yeah. Especially uh, like, because if it wasn't for Nintendo stepping in, it would have been like Vanquish where it's just like, oh, I remember Vanquish. That was a great game. But now because yeah. of Nintendo, like Bayonetta is a long running series. So anyway, Bryce, we'll move on to the... We'll move on, yeah. It's a really big discussion. I'd like to talk about it more sometime. Yeah, I would too. Like, it is interesting because like, we see Nintendo as like a very solid off company. They're Japanese. They're, yeah. They've got their way of doing things. And Microsoft are really pulling pulling these... Mm. Pulling bait sort of in and out and yeah. in and out. And it's... Yeah, it's really good. I think I think it's good for the interest, industry for companies to interact. Absolutely, yeah. So we do okay. need to talk about it at some point. Yeah. Um, we'll move on to the other big game from it. So Cadence of Hyrule. Oh, Cadence of Hyrule! I'm so excited. Yeah, seriously. Well, I remember you showing me uh, uh, oh, the uh, Necro Dancer like ages ago on PC. Necro Dancer is awesome. Yeah, and that's why this is so like the, this is another thing as well as like not only uh, you know Nintendo working with another company to do little things at the moment, but they're also lending off their IPs to indie developers to create. Like I could like congratulations to those guys like fucking congratulations like that they uh, that is not easy to pull off mm, the team like I've, I've forgotten the uh, developers names oh, yeah. sorry it's, it always escapes me it's escaped my but my mind but they actually made a bit of a bit of this game and showed Nintendo to start off with yes and they were that impressed with it and they were like well, communicated back and forth and yep. they actually came to the conclusion all right you can make this into a full game yes and. And it looks brilliant. It does, yeah. And like, I'll, like music is one of the most iconic things in Zelda. Yeah, absolutely. And having like a game based around that when you're moving, like it's just brilliant. It just fits together so well. Oh, Cadence of Hyrule looks so good. I, just, I like, I like that it's a direct sequel too. That's nuts to me. Yeah, it was just like you go from like you know this this indie game which uh, they created by themselves, and it's like oh the sequel, it's uh, Zelda. We're going to Hyrule. That yeah, it just like, I'm so I'm just so happy for oh, them. I'm so happy when I saw. So it, happy for them, I, man. Without <laughs> without sounding uh, too like in one dire- one direction of the entire thing, I'm more excited for this than I am Link's Awakening. Oh yeah, oh, you mean um yeah, Link's Awakening, yeah. <laughs> Link's <laughs> Awakening mind. remake. Yep. I'm more excited. I'm more excited for this than Link's Awakening. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I like. Don't get me wrong. I love Link's Awakening as a game. I've played Link's Awakening. It's a great game, and I can't wait to see it in like nice, big, glory, good old two D Zelda and stuff like that. It's one of the wackiest Zeldas out there. A lot of crazy shit in it, um, and I can't wait to play that. But Cadence of Hyrule is like. It's like exploring the genre that Zelda's been in in a completely different way. Yeah. And doing it to some real great tracks. Because you look, you look down at it. It looks like a normal looks Zelda like game. It looks like a Zelda game. Yeah. But it's, it's rhythm-based with your movement and shit. Like, Crypt, Crypt of the Necro Dance is great. And like you could use your own music for Crypt and stuff like that. Obviously, you're not going to be able to do that with Cadence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... Zelda music is so iconic to me and I love Zelda music so much that it doesn't bother me that I can't use mm. Zelda music. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it, it might it might annoy people who are wanting Crypt of the Necro Dancer 2 on Steam or something, but in my opinion, this is such a big thing. Yeah, like, obviously, this is going to make a bit more of a splash from Crypt of the Necro Dancer 2. Yeah. Yeah. I Well, I reckon it will anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm excited as hell to see uh, where this goes and the fact that it's like... When... It, when I heard the Zelda music start up, and I heard the MC from Crypt jumping out, and mm. you know, and they're like, "Oh, what is this world?" And it's like, "Now I have help." And Link and Zelda pop up. I was just like, <gasps> "What the fuck?" Yeah. See, I wish I had that. That was spoiled for me. I already no, cause saw I, an I, article. I read the name Cadence of Hyrule. I'm like, "What is Cadence of Hyrule?" Oh yeah, you just because yeah. it's not titled Crypt of the Necrodancer. It's just called Cadence of Hyrule, yeah. and then you know. Crypt, for, Crypt Cross Zelda. Yeah. So I looked it up, hit the end of it, and I watched the trailer. I, I was just like, I, I skipped because I, I this was before I watched the direct in its full. I skipped right to the end. 
because I was just like, I have to know. It's probably at the end because it's got Hyrule in the name, which means it's Nintendo. Went to the end. And then I saw the trailer. I was like, Zelda music. I saw Crypt. I'm just like, you're serious. (laughs) What is going on? And then that happened. And I was just like, nah, I lost it. I'm so excited. It's great. I can't believe that an indie developer's got their hands so far into an IP (laughs) that they're going to make something like this. It's great. So far into it. How far? So far. So far. So deep. Elbows or? Elbow, shoulder. Elbow, well, well, that's that's deep. Left breast. I don't know. (laughs) Left breast deep. That's too deep. (laughs) It's far too deep into the Zelda IP. Uh, It's just, I don't know. It amazes me and it's really exciting and I love Zelda music. So this this game is like Mm. set up for me to be like, yes, I can jam out to the beat of Zelda music and kill things and yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, can't wait for it. There's no release date or anything, but should get one soon. Yeah. Well, they'd have to decoincide it with the Link's Awakening release date, I suppose. So probably a couple months, a couple months between each, I'd say. Yeah, uh, probably. Would you say August or September? Well, around there. We don't have a Link's Awakening release date, do we? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember now. I think we do. I think we actually might, but I can't remember off the top of my head. I feel like that's something I'd remember. Yeah, I was old too. <laughs> it's Zelda, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but it'll be a couple months between them. So I actually think Cadence of Hyrule might come out later, um, but we'll find out. Mm. Just knowing it's there is is incredible for me. Yeah, I've watched that trailer so many times it hurts. My 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 retinas are burning. <laughs> looking at you right now is like looking at like the fiery pits of hell. Yeah, well that's just that's just normal, isn't it? Looking at me. <laughs> that's that's why we do podcasts, Bryce, because uh, we don't want to burn anyone's retinas. No, yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly. We'll just burn at your drums instead. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, Bryce, um, I talked to you a bit before. You didn't really no, care too much about the rest of the games? It's it's not it's not so much that I don't care, but as you said eloquently before the show, it's like you go look on the eShop, you go, oh, look, there's five, five new games I want. That's the problem with indies for me. Um, not saying that I won't like any of the indies that come out. I'm sure I will. Uh, Creature from the Well. Mm-hmm. That looks great. Yeah, this that was a standout for me too for that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, but the thing with indies as well is I'm not, I don't feel as obligated to be like, oh, I need to get this on release date. So I'll I'll look at an indies trailer and I'll be like, oh yeah, okay, cool. But until I actually until it's actually fully released and I can see more on it, I'm not 100% sold. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. unless it's something like Cadence of Hyrule, then you've got me by the balls. Because you're a filthy fanboy. Yes. Yeah, I know the feeling. <laughs> I'm guilty as shit. <laughs> that and I've already that and I've already played Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Yeah, I know how it works. It's a proven concept, you know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, um, but no, Creature from the World looks good. Mm. Yeah. So it, it sort of reminded me of a bit like Hyperlight Drifter, sort of the sort of art yeah, style. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And the game basically works. You you've got your sword and. You're basically playing pinball with uh, like electricity, the sort of start up, uh, start electricity again. Like, I don't know the concept necessarily. I just watched the trailer and I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. Using like a baton to hit electric balls around and yeah, smash up enemies. It looks like fun. Like, I really love how sort of dungeon these, crawly style. Yeah, um, sort of Yokai's Iron Express sort of brought pinball to the Metroidvania um, genre. Yeah. Now this is sort of bringing it to the top down Zelda. Yeah. More genre. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, it sort of good. how you use pinball on that. Yeah. No, yeah. it definitely looks nice. Yeah. But then they had stuff like uh, Pine, which we talked about earlier as well, which is sort of more of an open world style mm. indie game. And looks all right. Yeah. Fr- from the trailer, it Com- comes to a price point. Yeah. So if it's like, yeah, if it's like the $40 mark, that'd be all right. Yeah. 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 You know, it, it's one of the bigger looking indie games. Like it's it's sort of hard just judging books by their covers, just like oh that looks alright, but that's yeah. that's all we've got to go off. Of, so you can't yeah. judge a book by its cover. I learned that with Kingdom Hearts three. Learned it with Kingdom Hearts three. What the, the cover looked good. The cover looked good. Didn't really go anywhere. Oh, poor Bros. Yeah, pretty sad. Mm. Moment of silence. Moment of silence for my heart broke. I'm sorry, mate. I didn't unlock my heart. That broke. I'll it. give you a hug after the show. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I'll cry. Hey, what would you think of my friend Pedro? Do you remember that? 
Oh, my friend Pedro. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, that like, looks- again, this is like a indie game that's already been released before. Yeah. yeah. Banana, Matrix, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So uh, Shooting people up. Have you played it? Uh, no, I haven't ever actually played it. Um, I don't think I even own it. But I, I've definitely... I've definitely. It says here it. Nintendo Switch and PC June 2019. Well, it was a PS4 exclusive. Oh, was it? Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. Yes, it was a PS4 exclusive. Hmm, there you go. So it's coming to Switch and PC. It's not on Xbox. So, yes. Poor Xbox. Poor Xbox. Play anywhere, but Xbox, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I think we've got plenty of reason to play on Xbox now. Which, by the way, we still need to play some Xbox. I know. Well, the night you asked me, I was... You were busy. I was yes. busy. Yeah. I know. Sorry, I'm playing Apex on there at the moment, so you better get your ass on Apex. I'll get my ass on Apex. <laughs> just yeah, just sit on it. Yep. Yep. Uh, Neo Cab, this was one that stood out to me too. It looks interesting, like really nice art style. Um, Even just looking at the animations, just sort of... It's sort like, of that mystery sort of game that you... Yeah, so you're basically an Uber driver and you're sort of talking... Pasting with, together a mystery by talking to your know, customers. Yeah, talking yeah. to people and managing your sort of like five stars and everything. Yeah. And just like looking at the animation of like the girl's face as she's sitting in the cab and like she's blinking, her face is moving. It lo- it really... um That, that stood out to me, just how yeah, well yeah. the animation was done. Yeah. Um, and this was another one which was uh, really stood out to me is uh, the Red Lantern. So you, you're a girl, you get your dogs together, you're going on the um, toboggan. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. The, a, a bear comes the out. Tabooginning. Yes, a, a bear comes out and just attacks one of your dogs, breaks its neck, bites Ooh. it. Um, I, I assume it's like a sort of like a story-based game and that really uh, appeals to me. Yeah, so, so you, you're, thinking, you're thinking almost kind of like Journey. Sort of. Oh, not like Journey. Maybe telling a story through telling a story through the environment is what I'm saying. Yeah, but there's like voice acting everything in this one. Oh, of course. Yeah, but you know you you don't get you don't get the suspense or anything unless you know the danger, and the danger is the environment. You, you mm. know, you're on a sled with these dogs, but these dogs could die at any time. If these dogs die, you're fucked. You don't know where the bears are. Yeah, exactly. Maybe she should have brought a bear trap. Uh, Silly well, girl. How are you going to operate a bear trap while you're on a sled, Drew? Don't Throw know. it at him. I've never been tobogganing with dogs. Have you ever operated a bear trap? Uh, no. Done a rabbit trap, though. Very dangerous. <laughs> I would imagine. Have you ever watched Fox and the Hound? I think that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Bloody hell. A bear trap. I'm just imagining how powerful that must be to take like, trap a bear. Poor well, bears. Poor bears, you know? Yeah. What I mean, do bears ever do apart from attack dogs? They can be nice, but they can also be assholes. Yeah. Mm, poor bears. Poor bears. Yeah. Uh, Katana Zero. This looked. Uh, it looked, looked good. Looked alright. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's sort of like that. You know, that one hit, one death sort of. Sort of gameplay. It's like the Dark Souls. <laughs> oh, get get out of here, Bryce. Uh, no, I had to say that. What do you fucking work for IGN? Get out yeah, of here. Yeah, I work for IGN. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say that. No, I, I, you know, perfect perfect opportunity to sit that joke. Oh, what in. do you what do you reckon? Go through this. Go through the list here. Oh, uh, Blood Roots. Oh, it's like the it's like the Dark Souls of beat 'em ups. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's, it's like it gets hard, but then you get to learn the game and it becomes easier. Yeah, and then once you beat it, you feel good. Yeah, yeah, because you've you've, yeah. you've 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 achieved. Then we move on to a nuclear throne. Oh uh, yeah, it's like a it's like the Dark Souls of. <laughs> oh god. To be fair, to be fair, the only reason that's in my head is because someone yesterday had finally finished their entire run of the Soulsborne series, so Bloodborne and all the Dark Souls games. Yeah. Without getting fucking hit once. Wow. Yes, he finished that shit. Didn't get hit once. Not once. Finished all five Soulsborne games. Didn't get hit. Five or four? Mm. I think it's four. That's a lot. Uh, yeah. Now there's Sekiro, so he's got to go and play that. Yeah. yeah. Take it all. That'll be harder. That's a bit faster. Not oh, to get hit. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's a lot more mobility options in Sekiro from what I'm saying, so mm. we'll see. Yeah. It actually, it's actually got my attention that game, but uh, yeah, because it looks like fun Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, not hey, I'm going to swing a sword and it takes forever, and my dodge rolls are just like. It's like I can I can jump really high in the mm. air and dodge them that way if yeah. I want to. Like Dark Souls, it's always been one of those series where I'm like, I'm interested in this. This sounds like fun. this sounds like fun. I'd really like to get into it, learn it, like and beat it. And then when it came to Switch, I'm like, oh, perfect opportunity to get into the first one. It's very very well known game. Then you you look at it and you're like, oh. 
Yeah. Oh, do no. I really want to fucking torture myself like, while I'm playing video like games? I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's there's one thing being like, oh, this game's hard. I'm going to overcome it. But there's other things where it's just like... This game's hard and I could be spending my time doing something else instead of dying 50 times. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. Get, I get you. Especially like on Switch too. You'll end up just breaking your Switch. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I understand the appeal. And oh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not trashing on Dark Souls. Oh, no, no. But it, that is absolutely how it feels. Mm. you know you, there's so much you could accomplish in all that time you spend dying in Souls games I mean when, it just comes down to I'm just a filthy casual you know <laughs> filthy just disgusting filthy casual because you don't play a Soulsborne game no filthy disgusting anyway anyway I think we'll, I think we'll move on from that like this this happened a few days ago now it you're, did it. Yeah, you, you, you've watched it you've seen the games you're interested in I but, mainly wanted to talk about Cadence and Cuphead yeah. that, that was the bigger things for me the big boys well I mean you know Obviously, Microsoft relationships, Nintendo lending their IP off to indie indie developers. That's just how it is. Okay, that's how it is. That's how it is. You, you the, heard it. You heard it here. Those, how those, it are, is. those are big points of news to get in one indie direct, and it was the most important part of the indie direct for me was what that meant for Nintendo's relationship with other companies. Mm. So that's good. It is good. I can't wait for Caden Sahara. It's gonna be so good. So next point. Let's go. Let's go. We've got 15 minutes. Man. Let's just jump into it. So uh, Google Stadia, also at GDC, got announced by Google. Yeah. Um, so we're not going to go into all the details here. That's This yeah. isn't the place to do it. No, not really. But why I decided to bring it up is just that this is, this is going to be a way to uh, stream high-quality games like Assassin's Creed, everything, to a small screen that you can play around the house, presumably. Um, like obviously in Australia not going, not going to work in Australia <laughs> and, well it's not coming to Australia to start off with anyway but obviously this is not going to be something us Australians are going to be playing if you're you guys in America not until our internet's fixed up yeah you guys in America some locations you'll be able to play it and I dare say you'll be able to jump into it when it launches this year if you've got good enough internet yeah if you're in big cities or whatever but Let's just put that aside for now. I know that's a huge bit, but let's just put it aside. So Nintendo's found success in sort of bringing big games to a handheld through Breath of the Wild, their games. Yep. You know, you've got Dark Souls, Skyrim. You can play these huge, meaty games you know, in your hand. Yeah. And now Google and even Microsoft as well, they're aiming to bring it to any device. So whether it's beam to your TV, your phone, your tablet. Yeah. And that's going to be... that. That is going to be, you know, uh, competing directly with the Switch. It's going to be good, complete, like directly competing with every console. That's the problem. Mm. But the problem with that is, at the same time, though, is if you want the optimal experience, Stadia is not going to be the way to do it either. No. If, no. if you're if you're willing to put up with like all the issues of disconnections constantly, high internet bills, all that shit, you know, good for you. Yeah. You know, have fun. <laughs> I'm absolutely not spending my eight hours of farming on like Red Dead Redemption or some bullshit. Just streaming through Stadia it. and yeah. streaming it and like wrapping racking up my internet bill. Hmm. I'm not doing that. I think it was something like for four K um quality, you're looking at about sixteen gig an hour. That's stupid. See, like I don't understand why like say for us. Like, I know we're different than like a casual gamer or whatever, but yeah. someone might want to sit down and say, all right, I want to play Red Dead Redemption. Yes. And I can either stream it or I can just spend the night downloading it and it's done. It's it's gone. It's finished. <laughs> Don't have to worry about internet connection at all. No. Presumably, you've got your uh, primary account and everything set up so you don't have to worry about being locked out if the internet shuts off. Absolutely, yeah. So, in, in that way, I don't... I don't see me using it, but just just the fact how Google is inter, um, integrating it so much into their actual um, like YouTube and everything, the fact you can just like sit there watch Assassin's Creed or say someone who doesn't play video games at all but they're a football fan and they're watching Madden and the video ends and it says hey play the new Madden I'm like huh okay so they literally click on it on YouTube and it's up and you're playing Madden yeah and that's how they get into video games yeah that's huge that is massive yeah and. You know, when maybe in ten years when their infrastructure is very sound, and uh, they can, the world's infrastructure is going to be sound. Yeah, that, though. yeah. Actually, I did laugh. Um, you know how they did like these are all our um data points across the world. Yeah. Australia had like three. Yeah, like, there's a one on Perth or one in Perth. Yeah. So it was just like that half of Australia is just fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a few up the east coast, and that's it. Yep. 
like obviously that's where the population is here but I thought it was just funny like oh. you no know, it's fucking hilarious it's <laughs> <laughs> so sad yeah like like for me until, I- I, until our internet's upgraded we're not getting jack shit mm. I mean we've just got an upgrade but it was literally like the equivalent of like hey here's styrofoam in place of in place of wall filler yeah you know wall filler I can't remember what you call it <laughs> what? That, that stuff installation in, like- that's the one yeah yeah just it's like here's styrofoam <laughs> in your place of, in, of your insulation. Sorry, I brain farted. All right. Yeah, that's no, fine. I brain fart all the time. All right, there you go. So yeah, yeah look, there goes one. Oh, so um, God, <laughs> seeping out my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, until something gets done about it, we put the right party in parliament, and they go, yeah, let's just fix this shit. It's not gonna nothing. Well, they can't now. It's done. No, they can. Oh, they can. can. They? they can. The, the the deal they went with they fucked up and without saved... ripping it all out and everything yeah because they haven't changed anything okay they're like we put down nodes around towns which they can still use um, okay. for a better infrastructure but it's like hey instead of just having that node and then having double copper cabling like here's fibre cabling and then doing it from that it would be a slow rollout again no, but no. at least it would be done <laughs> Yeah, at least it would be done mm. because the problem is, is we paid for an infrastructure that's already behind the rest of the world, even though we we're already really far behind the rest of the world. Yeah, because we, we we went from the point where it didn't work to where it works well now. Yeah, but it should have been working up with the top of the countries of the world because we're doing a full reconstructive maintenance. Yeah, and one of, one of the biggest arguments of Clive Palmer's party even is internet needs to be fixed internet's the fucking future we can't be sitting on budget internet constantly mm. because and he, he'll be really concerned about it too because he's got to roll out his memes he, really he's fast he's got to get out his fucking memes on twitter real quick he, he is just sitting there uploading his memes he's like my god not, Tony I'm, Abbott dropped the ball on this one I'm not I'm not using <laughs> <laughs> I'm not using this as a uh, as a platform to up Clive Palmer's party by the way please don't I don't, please don't I don't give a shit about the politics no offence I mean I will when it comes time to vote and I need to look at their policies yeah yeah, yeah. but otherwise outside of voting time don't care anyway my point is, internet needs to be better here. Stadia is not going to mean shit for us. Uh, Stadia, in general, is a concept, in my opinion. 16 gig for an hour of time. A 4K. A 4K. A 4K. Yeah. But still, that's still 4K. You know, that, that's like if you want to play the game, really nice, pristine. That's becoming more standard now with the, the two consoles as well. It is. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't... I just don't... Yeah. Until we get our internet fixed up, it doesn't really affect me. Mm. Uh, the one interesting thing about Stadia is they have integrated Nintendo controllers... Yeah, it is the Joy-Cons too. Yeah. Yeah, which is nuts. That's, you know, that's a real surprise and that's cool, I guess. Uh, I guess. That it's not just like, hey, here's your generic PC controller and all that bullshit. Um, So, yeah, cool. Uh, Very cool, Stadia. Very cool. (laughs) Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I just just thought it was interesting because I think, um, obviously, with all the rumors about Xbox bringing uh, a... Game Pass or Project X X Cloud or whatever they're going to call it to, to to Switch. I feel like that is in the future is going to need to happen if Nintendo wants to go down the route of you know doing their handheld sort of hybrid consoles. Yep. Um, because Google is going to come in and they're going to make any screen into essentially what the Switch is. Yeah. With a good internet connection. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. And like, depending on, I don't know, I don't know what like public Wi-Fi is like on buses and trams and that in your city or whatever. <laughs> public Wi-Fi. Yeah, well, I I don't know. Like, I hear like some stories of people like, yeah, I just use the Wi-Fi and it's great, and I download this and my oh, well, good for you. Whoop de do. You don't, we don't even have buses. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have buses. We have we have we, tractors. <laughs> yeah, we put a trailer on the tractor, and that's how we take our kids to school. You know what? I was talking to my grandma. That's legit. That, that's what they did. Back that's what in the they day. used to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I've never taken. It's cheaper than a bus. <laughs> it is cheaper than a bus. Actually, it's probably not. It's probably not. It was back in the day. It was one hundred percent cheaper than a bus back in the day. Owning a bus back in the day would, would have been a big deal. Yeah, I'm sure it would have been. Anyway, anything else to talk about, my friend? Um, no, not really. Not um, really? so uh, we can go back to that uh, PlayStation thing real quick. Just like uh, so that. Mm. If you want, they're, hold, they're holding it. I just thought it was interesting because they're 
doing essentially like a, a put together video what Nintendo was doing um, back in 2011. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I pretty much cleared it up what I said earlier. It's yeah. good. It's good that um, it's good that they're sort of finding a way to condense this information and release it regularly. I think you know, obviously, this is an idea borrowed from Nintendo. Nintendo have been doing it very successfully. Um, I feel like all of them need to go down this route in some way because the one information dump at E3 or X said convention is not really enough and it leads up a lot of hype only to be sort of brought down if the if the news isn't good enough. Yeah. That was PlayStation's biggest problem at I think it was E3 last year. Yeah, it was last year. Yeah. yeah. It was it was really not they had like a, a guy playing some really bad mm. f- fucking flute and <laughs> They had to move people across across friggin' theatres to j- just to show off The Last of Us Two. Like it was really silly. Yeah, really dumb. Because um, back in two thousand and thirteen, when Nintendo announced no more conference and no more, uh, it's just going to be a direct now. It's going to be live stream the same time, but it's gonna, not going to be live or anything. No, yeah. Um, everyone lost their shit. Yeah. And now they're like, "Oh, this is bullshit!" But now it's the norm, and it's great. And now, like the other companies are, you know, coming on board with the same idea, following suit. Probably yeah. saves them a shit ton of money too. Yeah, it, it'll save them millions. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like no, sh- like Nintendo still has a presence there, but PlayStation's not having a show floor or anything. Mm. Like they're just gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was interesting. Anyway. Like if you if you want to break down, I, I I assume Dylan Blight and all that will be doing a a, a breakdown of talk it. about it. Yeah. yeah, over the Explosion Network yeah. on Platinum Explosion. I'm sure that I'm sure they've got some positive uh, words about it too. Mm. And I mean, I do. I, I'm I'm positive about it. I yeah. think that's a good thing for any gaming fan of any company. I think that's kind of a thing that that just mm. needs to happen. Regular updates is how you get people interested. Yeah, when they're speaking like directly to like a people very passionate about that certain don't get me wrong hype, hype dump is great when it works it is fucking bad when it doesn't <laughs> you know yeah we know <laughs> it's awful just look at just look at even Nintendo's direct direct last year at E3 I mean it might have been good for us or whatever and it's disappointing to others but imagine if that was an E3 conference yeah I can't wait to see you all on the battle bus and everybody in the studio, the, the the stadium's just like, oh, for fuck's sake! On the battle bus. On the battle bus. Bu- boss. Yeah. What a show we run. Yeah, what a show we run. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you very much for listening to the House of Mario episode eighty nine. Yes. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, <laughs> fucking help for us. Stretch, mate. Yeah, we could stretch. Yeah. Uh, if, if you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a subscription on your podcast service of choice and leave a review on iTunes. It helps out the show a lot with discovery and all of that fun stuff. Uh, you can find me at iDruby and you can find the show at House of Mario. Bryce, where can they find you, mate? IV Revan on Twitter. On Twitter. Twitter. Is that the one with the blue bird or the uh, the face? The face. What? You talking about Reddit? No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I'm talking about the bluebird. Oh, the blue. I like the bluebird. Yeah. And if you'd like to join our Discord community, there is an invite in the show notes. Yay! And Bryce, Dis- bring- Discord. Discord. I love Discord. Yeah. And of course, we're a part of the Eight Bit Collective, ten plus Australian podcasts and one American one coming together to put awesome audio content in your ears. That's right. We added an American. Yeah, we added an American. Welcome, American. <laughs> Welcome, my friend. <laughs> how do you how do you feel like being surrounded by kangaroo man? <laughs> Scared, I'd imagine. Wanna VB? Wanna VB? Wanna VB? You wanna be VB? He wants a VB. No, I, I hate VB. I, I hate. I hate VB. Everybody fucking hates VB. <laughs> Except for like the. What about the, the one guy who comes through the pub? He's like, yeah, can I have the ten ki- <laughs> four cans of VB for ten dollars? It's like, well, if you have to, why can't you just pay full price for them? <laughs> why are you drinking BB anyway? <laughs> anyway, until next week, catch you later. Bye-bye.